Stay true, stay real, stay righteous. What are you having to drink tonight, Chris? Mm, I'm going to have something called a deal with the devil. Uh-oh. A deal with the devil. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. Is that this a song? Is a, no, I, I, I have no it idea. It sounds like an 80s hair metal song. Then. <laughs> a deal with the devil! Well, that's maybe it is. I don't know, but that—that's the name of the drink, and it's this is a barley wine, a barley wine style. I don't mm. know what that is. A barley wine style ale. Mm. It's got a little little bitterness to it. Says it's aged eleven months in cognac barrels. Cognac. Cognac. It's by a company called Anchorage Brewing Company. Oh, it's actually from oh Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, really? Yep. Hey, I remember. Alaska, the great front, the great last frontier. Talking about Alaska, I do remember this interesting fact, and I don't know what got me on it, but I was thinking about it while I was looking up where this place was from. And did you know that there was actually during World War II, there was actually a land invasion by the Japanese in part of Alaska? Did you know that? Uh, uh, no, I didn't. I know that it happens in the Fallout mythology, but in the <laughs> in the Fallout canon, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, so this actually, so this actually took place on a group of islands called the Aleutians. Oh yeah, and it's but it's actually part of Alaska's territory. So during World War Two, when the, the I think this this is closer to the time period around Midway. But when the Japanese were out on their conquests in the Pacific, they actually invaded these islands, these group mm-hmm. of islands. Right, right. I don't, I don't know. A lot. They say it's actually there was a there was a major battle on it for an area called Attu, A T T U Attu, Attu. Yeah, and apparently it it so it was the major battle, the land battle that took place in that area was uh to reclaim an area called Attu, and that was on May 11th, 1943, and it was completed after the final Japanese bonsai, bonsai charge. Bonsai! Ooh. Yep. That's the pretty Japanese intense. bonsai charge. Waves of humans, right? But yeah, a lot of people don't know it. They, they, they call it the Forgotten Battle. <laughs> because really? a lot of people don't know I never about it. it. It's, it's very, well, I mean, I think in the Pacific Theater, mm-hmm. well, interestingly enough, I mean, it's actual, the only, it's the only actual land battle on the United States soil during that time. Really? Right, because it's part of Alaska, so that's mm-hmm. part of United States territory. That makes sense, yeah. I never but really a lot of people don't that. know that, that that actually took place. Yeah, I never heard of that either. Hmm. But you say it, ha- it happens in Fallout? I don't guess I've ever played that version. Yeah, it's one of the DLC uh, stories or storylines or something. We were, talking about, we were talking about a movie that we watched when we were younger. <laughs> and... We were kind of saying how we, we thought it would be, how hard it would be for this movie to be made in modern day, but oh yeah, we were kind of talking about yeah how how brilliant it actually kind of was <laughs> as a as a comedy, I guess you would say. I mean, it is a comedy. I say, I guess yeah, say. I agree. Yeah, but um, it's a movie called The Ringer, mm-hmm. and 
Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville, yeah. He starred Johnny Knoxville from Jackass. The stars in this film. But Jackass, from what right. I can can recollect, the story is that his character somehow comes into need for like money. He needs money. <laughs> he needs a lot of money right. for something. Right. And I think South Park did a did a kind of a sketch on this too. He somehow so he finds out that there, you know, there is a thing that exists called the Special Olympics, mm-hmm. and which is actually a real thing. But I'm sorry. Correct. So he finds out that the participants in the Special Olympics have an opportunity to win like a large sum of money. So essentially, he kind of cons his way into being a part of this Special Olympics right. tournament or whatever. under the guise of a special needs right. person. Right. Right. He's not, but he's playing that. Right. And. Which is obviously, you know, incredibly immoral, but but that's that's actually one of the main focal points of the movie. But what were you saying earlier about it? We were discussing why it would be considered controversial today, and that's because I, I believe that people would be looking at a movie like that at face value. They wouldn't be looking at it for the substance that it holds. You remember we used to have a we used to have a an interesting teacher that used to always talk about that substance within things. He would yeah. talk about substance. Yeah. I want more substance. Everything needs, it needs to have more yes. substance. I remember very well. Very softly, very delicately, uncomfortably, but with power behind it. Substance. I need more substance. Class. Unlimited substance. But anyways, you were saying that this film, you, you felt like the, mm. the substance. Well, people today would probably look at it and say that it's a very it's a very offensive film because it's essentially mocking and making fun of people with special needs. And there's a lot of different scenes that are like I mean they're really funny that involve I mean because you know a, a lot of the the actors you know a lot of the crew they are special needs individuals themselves. But I think a lot of people would miss the actual point of the movie. The real focal point of the movie isn't that. Isn't that anyone's being made fun of or anybody's being exploited? It's a comedy, but when you watch the film and the things that you laugh at, you realize that you're not really laughing at the people's disabilities or the mishaps of their disabilities. Well, right, you're you're not laughing at them. You're laughing at them because they're genuinely funny or they're interesting. They're actual characters and personalities. Right. You right. enjoy their their personalities and you actually begin to 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 laugh at the character themselves. It's it's kind of like a satire. It's like a giant satire within itself. Mm-hmm. By the end of the movie, there's a lot of value that's been established. And it's it, I don't know. I just feel like we've kind of drifted away from a time. I feel like we're scared all the time anymore. Why do you think that is? Why do you think why do you feel that way? Well, because I feel that's the culture that's developed. We live we live in a very fear mongering culture, whether you accept it or not, regardless of political party. Everything is driven through some type of fear based mechanism. Almost everything. Why do you think that is? Why do you think our culture is the way it is? Why is this the way that human beings migrate towards? Well, I was trying to think on how to articulate it, but I think what's happening with a lot of movements and political parties right now are different manifestations and forms of radicalism. I believe 
everybody is sharing the weight of that, not just one person. Everybody's pointing fingers at each other saying that we're all acting inadequately towards each other. Everybody's pointing the finger, and the problem with that is is nobody's looking at the bigger picture because they're too concerned with dealing with all the other with the other ones. You are one of them. But I think that's created this type of tribalistic, fear mongering based like it's it's almost it's like it's a known thing. We live in a country where it's a known thing that CNN is left leaning and Fox <laughs> is right. Like that's weird. That's, that's so strange. weird. I, it, like pick your propaganda, right? Pick Everyb- your propaganda, right? Everybody openly knows it. Oh, knows this. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. What do you watch? Oh, I watch Fox. Okay, now you all, now all of a sudden you know something about that mm. person. Like, I mean, it's just it's weird how we've gravitated towards that. So you're you one of the Fox, Reds, huh? huh? Oh, so you're you one watch, of the oh, You watch CNN, huh? <laughs> so you're oh. with the Liberate movement, right? Li- right, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's 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 just so weird to see how we practice democracy right now. You still have what America's always been. You have a melting pot of ideas, culture, personalities. You have you have these different variations of every every type of world that you can live in here in this country. And I think that that still exists. But I think it exists in very different ways for for everyone. And I think because there's been a lot of frustration and a lot of radicalism mixing in with it, it creates these pipe bomb situations with these ideas or these parties, these people. Let me ask you this. Do you think that a big problem with some of the way people are trying to handle things today is because it's fueled by emotion? I think that's one of the elements of this this pipe bomb that we're talking about. I think it's one of the things well, that's that, where I was going with it. I, yeah, it kind of made me think about it. I think people are frustrated. I think people are upset with their lives. I don't think people are happy. And I mean, I get it. I completely get it. I think they're looking at the wrong thing, though. We need to stop looking at each other. There are other systems and people and mechanisms at play that we should hold collectively responsible. It's been a pretty it's been a pretty devastating past few years in this country as far as politics has gone. Politics has become very much of a topic that you that you you literally don't discuss. I we need the nineties back. <laughs> we need Bill Clinton back. Damn it. Oh. Damn it, Bill. Old Bill. Old Bill. Running. I love it. The kids love my legs. They love my hairy legs. <laughs> I love, that's what he said. He said something like that, didn't he? <laughs> he did. I get blonde hair on my, I get blonde hair on my legs in the summertime. You know, we live at a day and age. I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you my opinion. Hey, on you know something. what? I'm glad I. You know what though? I'm glad I live in a country where I can make fun of the president <laughs> and not get beheaded or like sent off to a gulag or whatever. The hey, gulag. but I. But, but I want to make a point about something, because I was thinking about this the other day. Because we make fun of, everybody has become really creative in how we make fun of, you know, our political leaders now, our overlords. I'm not necessarily all the way on the other side of the fence that they really are as stupid as we're led to believe they are. I'm sitting on the fence now, because I think that maybe all of the politicians have maybe always been like that. Yet we just have the ability to capture them on tape and record them more <laughs> and take pictures more now than ever. And I think it just 
we just can we can literally infiltrate their lives. <laughs> people are a lot. People are starting to say, "Wait a dissect anything they serious? say," and that's what they do. That's what people do now. They dissect He's, anything. Can you imagine? Think about what what happens when you listen to. Have you ever listened to the um, the White House uh, uh, press conferences or whatever? Yeah, yeah. You know where the woman stands. I, I can't remember her name, but it's. I'll the, circle uh, back. I got to circle back on that one. Right. Don't they always make fun of her for that? Pulaski or whatever her name is. The red. I'm, th- I'm thinking of the red-haired woman. It's not even necessarily answering questions anymore. It's almost become this elegant game of word chess. Because when you listen to them talk, they, they almost never answer the question. They give these very vague, <laughs> vague, neutral statements. It's weird. It's it's weird. It's crafted. Like we're literally just watching these. I don't know what it is anymore. I really don't. I really can't describe it. It just seems like we do things. It just seems like we fucking do things. Just things happen. I'll give you $2,000. I'll give you $2,000. Vote me in the office. That dude, you know, Joe Biden, it wasn't a fraud. <laughs> it was, it had, you know what it was? I know you need it. Because, you know, there was there was a vast majority of the population that said, I voted for the other guy, but you know what? Everybody really just voted so they get fucking $2,000. Shit. They're like, wow, is that is that going to come with every presidency now? Am I going to get signed who's up to be get the money? Who's going to be the highest bidder, right? Who's, who, who's going to be able to buy me? He literally, he literally, <laughs> I will about, give every American $15,000. I'll give every American $25,000. 2K. They won't even, hey, after, hey, after a while, they won't even start, they won't even talk about what their politics, what their actions are going to be when they get in office. They just start having like, you know, two fifty five out of five fifty five out of four fifty five out of five fifty six out of six. I can't do it. I can't the election do this. was bought. Yeah, they <laughs> the American people were bought. There you go, everybody. That's the answer. <laughs> what do we know, Chris? You can you buy know. anybody with money. Who knows? That stuff. He so... bought and he bought a whole nation. He bought a nation with two thousand dollars <laughs> a person. Oh my God! How cheap are we? How dirty and cheap? No, I'm like two K. That was That's it. it. We couldn't to buy a vote. We could If we were gonna suffer, Shit. we couldn't like milk more more for it. Man, such strange times. Such such weird times to be alive. Hey, I think I heard that the uh, United the UN. Took Elon Musk up on his if he donated like so much money it could it could tackle world hunger. Have you seen that? Have you been following that? Uh uh-uh. uh. So apparently, where all these people have been making remarks about these billionaires and like Elon Musk is like the wealthiest person in the world or whatever. Right? He now. is. He is. Yeah. So, anyways, a bunch of people were making comments like making you know a certain percent of his wealth could feed world hunger. And so Elon Musk made a bet with the UN and said, if you can prove to me how this percent of my income can do it, can do it, I will give it to you. I will. He said, I will sell my stock right now. He told him that. He said, I will sell my stock right now. Interesting. And they took him up, the UN <laughs> took him up on it. They were like, okay, let's... <laughs> But you know, you so know, I'm just it's kind of interested to see where that's going to go. You know, but it's funny because you say I feel that. like he's trying to make a point. Also, no, no, he is. He is. It's funny you say that because he literally. I think it was maybe a week ago. He was on Joe Rogan. He was on the Joe Rogan show, and Joe Rogan asked him, "Why'd you sell all your shit?" And he made the comment that when you're rich, people kind of like hold it against you. He was saying, "I'm not really that type of person, regardless." But he said, "Because I have these things." It's 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 a jab at me. Well, I have this, or I'm, you know, I mean, there there was a really he made a really interesting it statement about them. So 
somehow. Right, right. And he was making the statement. He was just like, I honestly just kind of do what I do, and I want to be like everybody else. I don't want that held against me. So I think it's funny because he probably really is like, yes, I'll just give you the money. If we're going to feed the world, okay. But I think he's also going to show you how much more complicated it is, though. Okay, Fair enough, so how right? do you do that, to go, though? Because that means you have to be able to negotiate with all the governments in the world and actually ensure the money and the food goes to where it's supposed to go. Could you imagine? You know, what? World hunger solved. Can you imagine? There's wars I, fought I over just, that shit. I just don't think it's as simple as some guy donating enough money. You know, in my opinion, in my honest opinion, though, I think it is that simple. You think so? I think it's as simple as somebody donating a an exorbitant amount of money that could, especially, especially you know, the American dollar. I mean, shit, the mighty American <laughs> I mean, it's dollar, the, it's power. I mean, there's a lot of power wielded, being the wealthiest man on earth. But I do believe it could happen. The issue would be a lot of it would get lost in translation. Mm-hmm. How much? How much of those funds would be distributed correctly? How much would be abused? Because as all humans are, we're fallible and selfishness, especially in this day and age. I, I just don't see it ever coming to completion because I believe there would be intervention, too much human intervention, too much mishandling. Plus, you know, who actually knows how much money it's, it would take to end world hunger? How do you figure that up? What's the plan? I don't know. I, I just thought I saw, uh, and I could be wrong, but I thought I saw an article today that said they took him up on it. So I was just kind of interested to sure see yeah. where that what to goes. follow it? I'm curious about that. Fucking Lex Luthor. He's the he's the uh he's the Tony Stark of the real world. He kind of is like yeah, but I think it's kind of interesting too because I get his point. He's saying you know look, I do what I do not because I'm hungry for money. It's because it's a passion of mine. It just right. so happens that through this passion that I've explored, I've come into a large amount of wealth. Yeah, yeah, I think. But he's I, saying that I shouldn't ex- define because I be- become that successful. People shouldn't look at me and, and dehumanize me because of it. Well, Chris has always been good. Absolutely. And if you enjoy what you heard tonight, we are streaming on all major platforms, and you can check us out on any of our social media accounts. We're on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, everybody, stay true, stay real, stay righteous. <laughs>